women have a unique role in creation. Women are the nurturers, the birth givers, the more spiritual of the genders. And Torah teaches that women have a special status. Join Mashi Lipska for the next hour as she expounds the Torah wisdom specific to women. Only on 101.9 High FM. And a shock to all of you. So it's Friday, Friday, still in the month of year, the month of healing. It's another week in the counting of the Oimer. We are moving towards Sinai. Here we are, back on Chai FM, still recording, still reaching out from our homes. And that's God's will. And God's will is always love. This week, we will be finishing the third of the five books of Moshe. The middle book, the spine of Torah, Vayikra, Leviticus, the Parsha begins with the word Vayikra, and the whole Chumash follows. That entire book is called Vayikra. <clears throat> and therefore, we've got to, before we leave the book of Vayikra and go on to the next, examine this word Vayikra, which every single Parsha, no matter what its particular name, is still in the book of Vayikra. The word Vayikra means, and he called. And at the very beginning of this book, Rashi explains that Hashem called to Moshe with love. Anything that Hashem does through and to the leaders of the nation are done on behalf of the people, as a message to the people, and each and every one of us is being called to, if Moshe is being called to. This word Vayikra, and he called, well, obviously, if you love someone, you reach out to them. If you love someone, you express your love to them. The attribute, the emotional attribute of love is akin to the attribute of kindness, chesed and ahava. If you love someone, you extend kindness to them. You express your love through deeds of goodness. You want to bestow good things upon them. Otherwise, your love is just an idea. It's just hidden in your heart. But if you really want to love someone, you shower them with goodness. Hashem loves us. Hashem cares about us. Let's look at that word, Vayikra, and he called. The first time we encounter it in the Torah, God is calling to the first man, to Odom. And he's calling to him, Vayikra, a love. Hashem called to Adam. Was that reaching out with love? He called out to him after Adam had eaten of the forbidden fruit. 
when Adam and Chava, Adam and Eve, were as it were trying to uh, hide after the snake had enticed Chava, and Chava had given of the fruit to Adam. And Hashem Lekim, transcendent God and imminent God, called to the man. And our sages tell us, he didn't just call to Adam, but he called to each and every one of us. He calls to the human being. He calls to the Adam. And for a person, there are four names that are used. And Odom is the highest. Odom, although it comes from the root word Adama, which means earth, for he was formed from the earth. Odom also is from the word Adame. I will emulate. I will liken myself Onto, unto the creator. <clears throat> Basically meaning, I'm gonna stretch upward. I'm gonna see that God is kind and I will be kind. God is merciful and I will be merciful. God is compassionate. Adame. God calls on a regular basis to each and every one of us. And he says, Ayeko, where are you? Where are you up to in your life? What have you done so far with the time, the minutes, the hours, the days, the weeks, the months, the years that I have given you? Ayeko, where are you up to? Because each and every one of us has a mission in this world, and we have a time limit in this world. And along the path, the journey of our lives, many, many opportunities will present themselves, but not by accident, that Hashem keeps on meeting us and saying to us, Ayeko, where are you? How are you doing? How have you progressed in carrying out the mission for which I have joined a godly soul into a holy body, a body with holy potential, and put you down into my created world, created by me for my will to be revealed, for my desire to come into being. How are you doing? Ayeka. And that's why life's not smooth. That's why we keep bumping into things. That's why we try and get comfortable and we're not able to get comfortable. Human nature wants to just chill, relax, do it at our own pace. And Hashem says, Ayeka. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. It's Mashi Lipsker. I'm back with you on this Erev Shabbos when we will complete the book of Ayikra, please God. When somehow in our own homes we will call out chazak, chazak, venis chazek. Be strong. Be strong and let us strengthen one another. Special Shabbos, especially during these times. And as we conclude the book that has the name Vayikra, we explore the name. We look into the name. 
and we were speaking about the first time that this word Vayikra and he called appears in the Torah. Adam and Eve had eaten from the forbidden fruit and Hashem called to them. They heard the sound of God, Almighty God walking in the garden and they hid amongst the trees of the garden. Really? And Hashem, Almighty God, called out to the man and he said, where are you? And this where are you is a recurrent call to each and every one of us. For the word, the man, can also be read as every man. God constantly calls out to us to say, where are you? How are you doing on this journey that I've set you down on earth to carry out with success? And that's a call of love because it's a call of concern and constantly redirecting our feet, constantly putting us back on the path because he sees obviously the bigger picture. We don't. And very often, we get off course, even just a little bit. But we know that when we're traveling, if we just get off course by a few millimeters, we can become totally lost. We can become totally lost in the forest, as it were. And of course, Hashem constantly just lovingly puts us back on the path. But we've got to take the the message, the direction. He's directing us by calling to man constantly. So this time we've got to ask ourselves, have I heard God's call? What is he saying to me personally? This is not about the world. This is about me. Because each and every one of us, finding ourselves in this unique situation, we can share insights. Because amazingly, not only is something taking place everywhere in the world, but we have the ability to communicate about it, to reach out to one another, to gain insight and to share insight. And let's try and do that. But essentially... The messages are in the Torah. So the message of sharing is the message of love. Because if there's nobody to share with, if there's nobody to give to, we cannot express our love. We must express our love to one another. That's what we're here in the world for. Adame, from the word Odom, to emulate God. He's kind, he's compassionate, he's benevolent. That's Hashem. And we need to emulate him in whichever circumstance we find ourselves. But of course, we never just find ourselves in a circumstance. He's put us there. But then there's another step. And that's that well-known story of how Rabbi Dr. Jonathan Sachs came to the Rebbe. And the Rebbe was talking to him about 
his influence, as it were, as a student on his environment. He was at Cambridge at the time, and Rabbi Sachs relates that he said to the Rebbe, well, the circumstance in which I find myself, in other words, I'm just a young student, I'm not a professor, I don't have the sway, and the Rebbe interrupted him, and he said, a Jew never finds himself in circumstances, a Jew creates his circumstances. And that's a powerful, powerful partnership that we have with Hashem. Yes, he puts us into circumstances, but he knows that he's given us the ability to create a circumstance out of what seems to be a predestined circumstance. And that's our power. That no matter what is facing us, whether it's in Parnosa, livelihood, in Nachas, challenges with children, whether it has to do with health, God forbid any of these challenges, whether it has to do with Sholem bias relationships, whether it has to do with anything that is challenging. Hashem, yes, has put us into the circumstance, but we need to create our circumstance. <coughs> For Hashem has empowered us with a godly soul, which is a part of Him. And He knows, because He's created us, and He's given us the abilities, that there is no situation in which we are just locked. We can choose to become free. We can choose to change the circumstance. It may not be exactly in the way that we envisage the easiest way, the straightest way, but he knows the best way. And we need to not only work at making it happen, but we need to support each other and uplift each other to make it happen. We'll be right back after this short break. You're listening to Conversations with Mashi only on 101.9 High FM. And I'm Mashi Lipsker. And it's Erev Shabbos, Parshas Bahar B'chukhoisai, the last two portions in the book of Ayikra. And we're welcoming Shabbos earlier, candlelighting this week, 11 minutes past 5. And tomorrow at 6.01, we will take leave of Shabbos. But in the interim, it's still Erev Shabbos. It's still the day of preparing for the holy, blessed day of Shabbos, the day that blesses all the days of the week, the day we want to spend beautifully. And there will be a beautiful week to follow. Let's add in our Shabbos observance Let's show Hashem our love. There's so much to be grateful for. And that's our work. Our work is to list the things we should be grateful for. And there is so much. And to help each other to see the good. For human nature is to see what's missing. And our work brings us to a whole new place a beautiful, beautiful place that we cannot begin to imagine until we're there. The effort it takes to get there is truly 
a true effort. It doesn't just happen. But when you break through, the sun begins to shine in a different way. You're in a garden that nurtures, that uplifts. And we were speaking about the very first time that Hashem called to man. And since Torah is eternal, and it speaks to us all the time, let's remember that God is always calling to us and asking us, how are you doing, Ayeko? Where are you up to on your journey? And let's look into the book of Shmois, another time that God called, and this time he called Moshe. He called Moses our leader, and he called him at the burning bush. Moshe was looking at this phenomenon that there is a bush, there is vegetation which is on fire, but it doesn't seem to be consumed. It just keeps burning and burning, but the leaves are not becoming blackened. The wood is not falling apart. It's the same bush and it keeps burning. And Moshe said, let me get a bit closer to see what's going on. And when he did, God called to him and he said, Moshe, Moshe. God actually called him by name. And the Alter Rebbe, the first Chabad Rebbe, Rabbi Shneir Zalman explains what was so special about that burning bush that caused Moshe to say, let me get closer. As our sages tell us, Moshe said, let me move away from where I am and come closer to this phenomenon. Spiritually, what Moshe saw was something low that is constantly on fire. And he understood that there are some of us who don't have the intellectual capacity, we don't have the learning, we are lowly. We don't really know exactly how to serve God, but we yearn to. That's the passion. That's the burning. And the bush is not consumed. We aren't satisfied. We can't kind of quench our thirst. As a Torah scholar might, through immersing himself into the layers of Torah, which are so nurturing. There's so many of us who are just simple. And yet we yearn to connect to God. And Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to know more about this phenomenon. This is something holy. This is something special. And Hashem said, yes, take your shoes off. The ground that you're standing on is holy ground. We mustn't judge others from the outside. Each and every person has an neshama that is yearning to connect with holiness, to go higher, with spirituality, with Hashem himself. And it is there that when Moshe comes close to that, that God reveals himself to him. And he says to him, I am the Lord your God, and I heard the cries of the people, and I'm going to send you there to for I have come down to save them. Mm-hmm. And the words used there, mm-hmm. Hashem called out to him from the midst of the burning bush. Where is God found? God is found in the brokenhearted, in the humble, 
in those who yearn for him and seek a way to express their love and to connect to him. And when Moshe, who's the symbol of leadership, and each one of us has an element of Moshe, we all have, each and every one of us can show leadership. And when we exercise that leadership, we come close to the person who perhaps knows a little bit less than we do. And we realize, we unite with them. What happens is we come closer and God calls out to us. Our own connection with God is strengthened. In other words, showing love to others. And Hashem shows love to us. Something we've been speaking about every week. You shall love your fellow as yourself. Again, God calls to us out of love to keep us on the path. Hashem called to Moshe with great love because he saw that he was coming close to the humble, to the people who are yearning to express their love for God and don't know how. And then we have another time when God called to Moshe. And that was when he told him to come up on the mountain. Hashem calls to Moshe. And he says, come up. Vayikra Hashem Moshe el Come to the very top of the mountain. And Moshe goes up. And what does Hashem tell him? He says to him, go down. And warn the people not to come up on the mountain, lest God forbid they come too close and it's damaging for them. Out of great love and concern for the people, Hashem calls to Moshe. And what follows is the giving of the ten Aseris Hadibrais. We call it the Ten Commandments, but it's the ten speeches, the ten all-inclusive mitzvahs that God gave at Sinai was preceded with a call of love. Hashem constantly showers us with love, but we have to be able to respond to open the package. We've got to open the letter. We've got to open the box. We have to look inside. And the Parsha that starts the entire book that we're about to finish this week begins with the word Vayikra. After the tabernacle had been completed, Hashem calls to Moshe. And Rashi tells us right there, he called him with great love. And nothing that Hashem does to the leaders, for the leaders, is just for them personally. It is all in order to lead his precious flock, the Bnei Yisrael, And every time Hashem wanted to speak to Moshe, he first called Moshe, says Rashi. And the word Vayikra is Loshoin Chiba, love, a language of love, he says, that the ministering angels use. For the angels call to one another. We are so blessed. We have a relationship with Hashem. Hashem is there. He's knocking at the door. He's sending us parcels. We just need to open the door. We just need to recognize, lift up our heads and realize that this is a love relationship. This is not, God forbid, a relationship in which 
we're kind of stuck somewhere. Nobody remembers us. This is our own doing or the doing of scientists or the doing of, of, of someone bigger and more powerful than us who doesn't like us. Never. Everything that happens in the world is a result of Hashem allowing it to happen. And we have the power to partner with Him for He has given us abilities to change the reality that we see or to create our circumstances. We are empowered. And therefore, when we come to the Parsha this week, the Parsha, it's a double Parsha, but the very last Parsha, Bechukai must end the way the Chumash began, with clear love. And therefore, we will look at the beginning of the Parsha because we understand we have the teaching that everything that's in the Parsha must follow the title. Whatever the name of the Parsha is must include everything in the Parsha. And the name of the Parsha is Behukhoisai. Chaik is a statute. Hashem's laws. But this word, Behukhoisai, or Chaik, is a very interesting word. It's a word of union. Chukim are mitzvahs. We are told that don't have a rational explanation, explanation that can easily be absorbed or can be absorbed by the human mind. Not even the greatest of all minds, King Solomon, could fathom the classic chayk, which is the red heifer. The Pasha begins with Hashem saying, if you pursue my laws. And we're told that we're told if you study God's laws intensely in order to keep the mitzvahs, God will reward us. He will give us our reigns at their times, the right times, convenient times, and the land will produce beautifully. And the times of Mashiach will come in the future. Even the non-fruit-bearing trees will bear fruit. And we will be so busy with the threshing until the grape harvest. And the grape harvest will keep us busy until this time to plant again. And even a little bit that we eat will satisfy us. And we will live safely on the land. We'll have peace in the land. We'll go to sleep at night. Nothing will frighten us. Wild animals will be eliminated from the land. Foreign swords won't even pass through our lands. In other words, just in peace, on their way somewhere else, whatever, never mind in war. And we'll be able to chase away our enemies, and so on and so forth. And Hashem will reward us and make us fruitful, make us into men of stature, and set up His covenant with us anew and so on and so forth. Hashem will place his dwelling in our midst and he will stroll amongst us, be comfortable with us, and we'll be comfortable with him. And he has the power, he says, for he is God, our God, who took us out of Egypt with great miracles and freed us from our slavery and so on. 
the words that the parsha begin with in the Chukasaitelehu. If you will go, if you will work, if you will progress, toiling at the study of Torah. Torah is God's gift to us. He's placed us into a physical world. He's made us very physical, with physical desires and needs. And yet, he has made it, which means if it comes from him, it must be holy. It must be spiritual. But our work to create our circumstance is to be able to open up these things, to understand them through the study of Torah as to how they are really spiritual. Yes, we need to eat, but in a spiritual way. Yes, we need to sleep in a spiritual way. Yes, we need to dress. Yes, we need to interact. Yes, we need to do business. But there is something spiritual about all of these physical things. And Hashem says, if you will go in my ways, if you will study my Torah, you will keep my mitzvahs, I will reward you with an abundance of material blessings. So the question is asked, would it not be more appropriate to reward us with spiritual blessings? And the truth is that what God wants is to live with us in this world, amongst us, in our homes, in our businesses, in everything that we do, in what we call natural. But he's created that as well. But to live in, but to live above. To recognize that we mustn't get sucked into these things. Hashem says, if you will, and our sages in the Gemara tell us that word is a word of pleading. Hashem's not saying, if you will. He was saying, please go in my ways. Please study my Torah. I love you. This is what is going to bring you the ultimate joy, happiness. This absolutely appeals to how I constructed you for your greatest satisfaction, fulfillment, Attainment. If only you will do this. Listen to me. It's Loshon Tachanunim. He's pleading with us. Hashem is begging us to keep his mitzvahs. Wow. If only we can listen. If only we stop trying to reinvent the wheel. It's all there for us, every minute, every second, every day, every hour. He's constantly interacting with us, and he's pleading with us, please, listen to me. It's a call of love. It's such an appropriate way to end the book of Vayikra, and he called. He's calling to us. He's saying, do it this way, my child. I love you. I want you to succeed. I want to heal you. I want to heal the world. It's all about love, care, concern, involvement. One who loves needs someone to love. Otherwise, of what use is the love? We need to understand that we are the privileged ones 
And we're at a time when we're counting the days. We've got to make the days count. Every second is an opportunity to put love out. Kindness. And some of that kindness has to start with ourselves. We've got to nurture our own neshama. We've got to take care of that peace of God inside of us. God is saying, Im I want to give you everything. I want you to have all your physical, material needs. Why? Not so we get comfortable. So we don't have to worry about looking after these little details, big potato, small potato, this little peanut, that little peanut. We are big. If we stand on the shoulders of Torah, if we look at things through the lens of Torah, God is pleading with us. Im, if only you will progress in the study of my laws. And if only you will be so careful, guard my mitzvahs, invest in them. This, these are the vitamins. This is the nurturance. This is the exercise. This is how you become healthy. This is how you become vibrant. This is how the love will make the happiness bubble up inside of you and spread over. Let's understand. Let's listen. Vayikra, God is calling to us, to each one of us. And what is he saying? He's saying, where are you up to? But he's also saying, please do it. Please, says Hashem, because it's a great future. And I can only do it together with you. Light your Shabbos candles. You don't know the power. Light them in the right time. Put on tefillin. You don't know the power. Just put them on. Hashem is pleading with us. Show love to another. Give tzedakah. What an opportunity we're in now to share with others. Let's not worry. Will I have enough? Let's remember that Hashem tells us that with this mitzvah, we're allowed to test him. With most mitzvahs, all mitzvahs, you can't say, God, I'll do this if you do that. But with the mitzvah of tzedakah, we can. I'll be right back with you after this short ad break. You're listening to Conversations with Meshi only on 101.9 High FM. Agutner Shabbos, it's Mashi Lipsker. We'll be lighting our candles. Please, God, by 11 minutes past five today. So we bring in the Holy Shabbos even earlier. What a privilege. And when we light our candles, we proceed it by giving tzedakah. We put some coins into charity. And we have the custom of giving coins to a tzedakah that supports the poor in Eretz Yisrael. And at the same time, on the wings of our bracha, of our mitzvah, our personal requests are pushed up. And therefore, let's not be shy. This is a great opportunity. Let's pray for the things that we deeply know that we need, the things that are affecting us. Hashem wants to hear from us. Pray and ask for healing, for reconciliation, 
for understanding. Pray for those things, but most of all, pray for connection and connection with Hashem. And when you pray for a person, for healing or for spiritual healing, physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing, remember that we use their name. So if their name is, a woman's name is Hannah, the daughter of Miriam, Hannah Bat Miriam, or a man's name, also using his mother's name, like Moshe, the son of Freda. Let's gather those names early enough and let's use them after we light Shabbos candles, asking Hashem to heal, to correct, to uplift, to strengthen. And that's an act of love. That's an act of caring. Yes, you can ask for yourself as well. You can say your name. Son or daughter, well, we're saying the women are going to light candles, but some men are lighting candles too. Because if there isn't a woman in the home, the home still needs two candles. And therefore, it is an opportune time on the wings of our mitzvah that our prayers should be pushed heavenwards. In fact, we were speaking about the giving of tzedakah before the break. Every morning, before morning prayers, when you give tzedakah, mention the names of the people, son or daughter of the mother, that you want to help. You can mention yourself. You can mention the departed, son or daughter of the father. May their souls be elevated. Before we cook, in our kitchens, the Rebbe encouraged us to have a tzedakah box affixed to the wall so that the entire kitchen becomes a room of giving. And we give tzedakah before we cook so that the kashrut of the food should be protected so that we share with others before we eat ourselves so that we can add holiness to what seems to be mundane food. Incredible. That's how we elevate the mundane. Yes, we're going to eat. And for Shabbos, we're going to have wonderful, tasty, special food. Please, God, something extra. But no matter how we find ourselves, whatever the circumstances that we seem to be in, Let's create our own circumstances. Let's bring love and joy, gratitude and connection with Hashem into the circumstance because we're here because he put us here. It's part of our journey. And let's look at the time that he put us in. Firstly, let's remember, can you imagine if God didn't make the divisions of time? And from the time... After Purim, at the beginning of March, when all of this started to come together, that it was one long day, God forbid. Thank God he makes us tired, that we need to go to sleep at night, that he takes away the sun and brings out the moon, and that we have structure. And that structure that he gives us in terms of hours, daytime hours, nighttime hours, and it's Friday, another day. Every day it has a different energy. It's to teach us that we must also structure ourselves as much as possible. So let's look for a moment at the time that we find ourselves in.
We are in the month of Iyar, the month of healing. And on the 15th day of the month, when the people ran out of food and cried out to Hashem in the desert on that original journey from Egypt to Sinai, Hashem sent them the manna, heavenly food. And that food, we know, healed them. It healed them from the illnesses of slavery where they had all kinds of physical signs of having been enslaved. The manna was special. It was food from heaven. But in truth, we need to look at everything that we have as food from heaven. What is food? Food that we eat not only stills our hunger, but builds strength, builds our muscles and our bones, gives us life. And so we must look at everything, all the blessings in our life as manna, heavenly food, heavenly food that enables us to see, to hear, to smell, to taste, to feel, to love, to laugh. We are gifted heavenly food on a daily basis. We shouldn't think, I didn't go to work, I don't have food. We must know that God has plenty. We shouldn't worry if our employer says, no more paychecks for a while. We shouldn't get down by the seeming reality, because the higher reality is by Yikra, God's calling to us. And when we are humble, when we are passionate, and we're reaching out to him, he draws us close to him. He knows we need to eat. He knows our needs. It's not a surprise to him. He made those needs. But he wants us to call out to him passionately. And how do you do that? You do it through a mitzvah. says God, he's pleading with us. Please. Do it. I so want to reward you with abundance in a material sense, in a peace of mind sense. We are counting now to reach Sinai. Let's make every day count. Let's use the time. The word we've said before for counting is akin to the word to polish, even sapir, a sapphire stone, lispor, to count. We're polishing ourselves every week, another aspect of self, every day, another aspect of that aspect, the counting of the Eimer. We've got to stay focused on the goal. We are counting to reach Sinai. Sinai is the place of revelation. Sinai is the place of clarity. Sinai is the place of ultimate love. But when we get there, We get there and we stand unified in order to finally receive the divine revelation. We are in a time of unity now. The beautiful unity that is being expressed in our community. We were speaking about Sadoka before. Even if you don't have a lot to give, give. Because when you give, God pays you back. It's like me saying to you, please just take this seed and put it into the ground. It will grow. 
and it will flourish and it will nurture you in return. Don't say I'm holding on to my last rand because I might need it. Never. God loves us. He wants to give us plenty, much more than before. But he wants us to flex that muscle of emuna, of bitochon, to exercise our faith and trust in him. Give it away. It will come back to you. If you have enough for today, make sure somebody else has enough for today. And that's what it's all about. Now, when we were in Egypt, we couldn't get ourselves out. Because when a person's a prisoner, only a force from without can release someone who's locked within. And the force is Torah. That's our link to Hashem's infinite, transcendent, holy will. We want to get close to Him. You get close to Him, you get connected through mitzvahs. This is the book. We're ending the book of Vayikra. God calls to us to become one with him in building a dira b'tachtonim. He wants to live down here in this world, which is created through our mitzvahs, through our love. The first parsha speaks about offerings, offering of animals. The spiritual message is we've got to offer or sacrifice the animal within us, which is selfish. And that results in a life of unity with Hashem. And when we speak about the word Bechukhoisai, it's a word of unity. Chayk. We've spoken about it. We've mentioned it. Chakika. Chiseling, engraving, you know, the two ways of writing, two ways of putting letters. One is ink on parchment or paper, but the other one is a letter engraved in a block of stone. And unlike the ink, which is superimposed on the parchment or paper, the letter engraved in the stone becomes part and parcel of that stone. Not something secondary. We can become one with Hashem. We are being begged by Hashem in the Chukaisai Telehu. And where the engraving took place, let's remember, how can you engrave in stone? By removing what was there before. Keeping Hashem's rules, becoming disciplined, is based on removing what was there before. What's in the way? Our ego. When we negate our own ego, we become transparent conduits to the will of Hashem. And that's actually our true divine self. Allow your neshama to assert itself. Your neshama is passionate. Your neshama is yearning to join with, to partner with, to get close to, to connect with Hashem. And when we put ourselves aside to do God's will. We may not feel like it. We may not be in the mood. We may be feeling a bit down. Those are all part of the challenges, the circumstances. But we create the circumstances, and it isn't easy. 
and what the reward is, what the result is, all the benefits, including physical benefits. When we obey Hashem's will, He will give us our rains in their seasons. When we toilet Torah, and we keep the mitzvahs no matter how difficult it is, let's all understand that we're living in awesome, awesome times. And we need to seize the moment. It won't last forever. It's a moment of being alive, aware, because we're not comfortable. Let's not get comfortable with this. Let's not get used to it. Let's absolutely rise to the challenge of doing our part with tremendous love, with tremendous connection, to join with Hashem's vision for us and ultimately realize and see that vision, the reality, the times of Mashiach that are nearly here. Wishing you all a good Shabbos. It's still the month of ER of healing. Let's pray. Let's work at healing all of creation. Good Shabbos.